0: greenie with mike greenberg the podcast
1: back and better than ever greenie presented by progressive insurance jam-packed we are final four in the nfl monster numbers in the nba bubba's a little sensitive for my taste can't ask for more it's a thursday let's do this here we go, go,
0: go. only one place to start
1: Our only one place to start is brought to you by zip recruiter try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire. And my good friends Rob Ninkovich and Dan Graziano good enough to hang out after we finish Get Up this morning and talk a little football with us after we had a spirited two-hour television conversation this morning looking ahead to the NFL's Final Four this weekend. We will dive into all of that, but let's let's start with the Aaron Rodgers of it all. There are these off-season storylines, and Dan yes. Graziano, I, as as one who I, I always sort of associate you with the Packers, I feel like you've spent a lot of time there, and you have a reasonable – I think a very good sense of, of the way business goes on. So, the Aaron Rodgers offseason, it feels to me, breaks down as follows. First, he's going to decide whether or not he wants to continue playing or retire. And I think all of us assume, if only because he has almost $60 million at stake, that he will continue to play. So, let's say he calls up the Green Bay Packers and says, Okay,
2: I've decided I want to play another season. Then, Dan, what happens? Well, then they have to have the conversations that he has alluded to about what's this roster going to look like? Uh, Who are we bringing back? Who are we not bringing back? What are the plans? Because he has said he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. And it's possible, given some of the roster decisions the Green Bay Packers have to make, that it could look like that. If that's the case, then he may want out. He may request uh, a trade. And that's where it gets obviously very interesting with regard to who could trade for him, what the mechanics of that trade would be. The Packers would benefit greatly against the cap if they waited till after June 1st to trade him, but what does that mean for an acquiring team? Would he adjust his contract to make a trade easier? You know, there's a lot that that goes into that. Those conversations all have to be had uh, if and when he decides he wants to come back.
1: And look, Ninko, I I sort of put it to you this way on TV this morning as well. I'm going to be perceived as hopelessly biased if I say Aaron Rodgers should go to the Jets. If, If I try and just look at this as one who studies the league... Shafty has reported they won't send him to the NFC. It makes sense; they're not going to trade him within the NFC. Right? It feels very they unlikely. To play him. Yeah. So you can basically cut out half the teams in the NFL. So if you then look at the AFC I and mean, Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati, they're not looking for a quarterback. If you're Rodgers and you're looking for a place in the AFC that you might have a chance to win, I actually think the New York Jets make the most sense. Now, everyone's going to think I'm just saying that as a
3: homer. So what do you think? No, it does make a lot of sense. You you, you have to look at it in Aaron Rodgers' point of view. He has to go somewhere that has weapons, number one, um, offensive line for protection, number two. I think those are two huge factors. Um you know, so the Jets have a great defense. They have young talent across the board. So it would make perfect sense. Now, I, as the more I think about this whole thing in Green Bay, they got to be fed up with this. They have to be at the point <laughs> well. now where it's like, okay, you wanted control. Well, we brought in some of your guys. We gave you a three-year contract. We've given you some control, and it's just the same thing year after year. With I don't know, you know, the grass isn't always greener unless you water it. All those little <laughs> things that kind of just aggravate you. And if you are in the organization at this point, you are like, okay, you have sixty million dollars guaranteed to you. We went out, we got Cobb. Uh, you know, we got the guys on the roster that you like. We didn't get where we thought we were going to be this year. We underachieved. At, at, what can we get for you at this point? Can we can we get a couple great picks mm-hmm. and move on and save a ton of money on the cap? I think that that's probably something they should look at. They
2: can be as aggravated as they want. They didn't just meet him, right? Like like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like they know what it's they like know, to deal yeah. with Aaron. Well,
3: I, I, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get a sense that things have kind of evolved into this uh, more dramatic. I mean, I don't. I can't think back five, eight years ago, and Aaron Rodgers was like this every offseason. No, it it's seems just like two. The last, the last two years yeah. have been like it's since tra- they
1: drafted Jordan Love. They dramatic. drafted they uh, drafted his replacement, and Dang. he didn't like it, and it changed everything. Sure did. And and look, you've been around a guy like that. You you you, you played with Brady. Like those guys just have a unique chip uh, on their shoulder right it's, it's, Brady a chip. Gets it's definitely a,
3: it's definitely a chip If the
1: patriots did he loved it when jimmy garoppolo came to town did he love it when all these guys I did he love it, it when I, all that conversation it, took it, place
3: but the, the crazy th- like that's the nfl like every single year they would draft my replacement it it made you I know. but you're not
1: the star quarterback true, on the team and you don't have but, the same ego the and attitude they drafted, those guys it,
3: the year they drafted jimmy i think we won a super bowl like i think right. it pushed him to like that's okay. my point. You want to and Aaron guy? Rodgers
1: won back-to-back MVPs,
3: yeah, but they didn't win a Super Bowl. Which. You know, back to, an MVP. What's an MVP? Okay, great. You're a good football player, but like you want yeah, to get to a Super Bowl too. Well, he'll yeah. remind you of that too. He's way. won four
1: in he total. Four. I mean, he's look. He's his place as one of the all-time greats in the history of the sport is secure. Does he want to win another championship? Would, I have
3: to assume he does. That if he won another championship, especially it would put him at another stratosphere of, uh, I guess, just legendary status. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he knows that. And what what do we talk about every every time the Green Bay Packers are close to a playoff run? We talk about well, they only got one with Aaron Rodgers,
4: mm-hmm. and
3: you know they could have had two. We could, I could have been playing the the Green Bay Packers in a Super Bowl against Seattle if they didn't mess up the onside kick. I Correct. mean, basically the Packers were this close to winning. They're getting into a Super Bowl. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say winning, um, but his whole the, everything is different if he had won two Super Bowls at this point. Since so, he's only won one, that's every, everything we talk about. So
1: here's a list of quarterbacks who have won two Super Bowls. We know about Brady with the seven. We know Montana and Bradshaw won four each, and we know that Aikman won three. Th- those, those are their own level, and we'll see what happens with a guy like Mahomes or whoever else. The list of quarterbacks who have won two Super Bowls are Eli Manning, Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, John Elway, Jim Plunkett, Bob Greasy, Roger Starback, and then technically Bart Starr is on this list. Now, he won five NFL championships. Right. Only the last two of them were the Super Bowl. So take him out of the equation. You know, would a second Super Bowl. How much would it change a guy like Rogers' legacy? I mean, I think people already think he's a greater player historically than Eli Manning. He's greater historically than Ben Roethlisberger. He's greater than Plunkett. Greater than Greasy. You know, you want to talk about Roger Staubach? You want to talk about John Elway? Right, Peyton Manning. <laughs> Those right. are Manning. I think is he. He would need another one to catch Manning.
2: Yeah. I, in, at least on,
1: yeah. on any list I'm making.
2: But that's the thing to get into that conversation. I mean, like you're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers that's always going to be the, yeah, but
5: yeah. right. The, yeah. Oh, they
2: only won the one It right. was early on and he couldn't. So again, to the extent to which that's his fault can be debated. Um, but it's there and I think he knows it's there and I think he understands that he wants to be part of the conversation about the NFL long after he's gone uh and so yes I'm sure he would like to add one and make sure that that yeah but is erased Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance for a job you'll love visit progressive.com
1: slash careers all right let's do the games Nico uh, NFC championship game 49ers at Eagles who wins and why
3: I'm going with the I'm going with the Eagles just they're a better roster they're a better team um I Last week really clarified to me that the Eagles were the, the, the best team in the NFC. Really, just the, the whole start to finish, how they played that game, Hurts back, looking good, their offensive line aggressive, physical, their defense playing well. Um, the 49ers, it's it's going to be a great defensive game. And I love defensive matchups. I love when you have two great defenses going after each other. Um, so, But I do believe that the 49ers, they, they'll probably come up a little bit short on this. It's going to be literally, I, I want to see how Hurts goes up against that defense, how they run the ball, how Bosa does on the edge, how their edge defenders try and send everything back into those inside linebackers that, that are so good. So again, I really think you look at just, the, the the whole team the complete picture the Eagles they're they're a better team and Dan you're not covering either of the games, right? So you can no, make I'll be a in Kansas course. City. Oh, mean, I'll be
4: in Kansas City. All right, so maybe for, for you don't Bengals want to pick cheese. that one. But, but I did, did earlier. Oh,
2: you
1: did anyway. Okay, yeah.
4: fair enough. So give me a bit.
2: <laughs> NFC, who wins and why? I'm taking the Eagles. I, I agree with what Ninko said. Interesting, the defensive matchup. Like, the two defensive coordinators are like the leading candidates to be the head coach of the Houston Texans. Like, right? like one of those guys. Yeah. Maybe both those guys end up being head coaches when this season is over. So that shows you the job they've done. Uh, but, I, I, I mean, yeah, watching the Eagles. Like, we were saying on the show, like, Devontae Smith is their number two receiver that guy's awesome really good I mean Dallas Goddard I mean there's just so many different ways they can go on offense I think they'll figure something out
1: all right Greeny Graziano and Ninkovic we go to the AFC game at night what did you think let me let me mention something and Bubba I I had not seen this until about 20 minutes before we wrapped up get up but if you go on ESPN's Instagram feed maybe we can actually play the sound you got uh, Bengals players on the sideline in Buffalo when that game is decided, you know, they're kind of celebrating mm-hmm. and they're all turning the camera and they're yelling, We'll see you at Burrowhead Stadium. Oh, see you next week at Burrowhead, <sighs> changing the name of Arrowhead in Kansas City to Burrowhead because of his domination. When I mentioned that, Graziano's wrinkled up his whole face. Nico is a former player, particularly one who played for Belichick. What do you no, think of that?
3: I don't like it. I don't like that at all. I mean,. It- you really haven't done much yet. You have to win a Super Bowl. You have to really go to Arrowhead, beat them, and then go and win a Super Bowl to be the you know stamping new locations of yeah. Joe Burrow stadiums everywhere. So he's won once there. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah. The, to
2: be clear, it isn't him
3: saying it. it no, it, 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 it's you know, it, it, it's his teammate. no. That I is, just don't want people to get no, the wrong no, no, impression. No, yeah, yeah, that's that's the teammate. But you you take that statement and you put that. Right up on whatever. I don't think they have cork boards anymore, but you you put that somewhere where people see it every day. You walk in, um, you know, I, I think that's a little bit too much. The, what do you think, Danny? The,
2: the, these coaches, these players will use anything they can to motivate them, right? Like the fact that the Chiefs are not favored in the game That's a, is yeah. going to be a talking point yeah. in team meetings this week. It probably already has. Hey, people don't think we can win this game. Go show them. This is another thing. The margins are so razor thin. Like Cincinnati hasn't beaten the Chiefs by twenty. No. Like that, those are, they've the all points, been close. All field goals, yeah. So I, I, I don't know. Like they feel Last great. Year's of, championship game was in overtime. The 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 Bengals' confidence is is somewhat unique like just being around that team that they, they the way they feel about themselves they are sure they're great and they feel like they've earned it and that's I don't know they're scary I can't figure out the line on this game I just got sent a yeah. note so Caesars is where
1: we get our official odds from at ESPN or and 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 that game right now is a pick'em. Yeah. It opened at Kansas City minus two and a half. Mm-hmm. It swung all the way to Cincinnati minus two and a half, and now it's a pick'em. It has moved all over the place.
2: That's because of Mahomes, right? Like that, that, that opened a few minutes after Tony Romo was on air talking about how a sprained ankle, high ankle sprain, so bad he might not even be able to play. Uh, that that pushed the line in Cincinnati's favor. Yesterday, Mahomes is on the practice field, and he walks off the, the podium not limping. So the, the money goes back on the Chiefs. It's fascinating to watch what will happen the rest of the week with that. Yeah, I think that would be fascinating. And so then, uh, who wins that game in Wyandanco?
3: Man, this one's going to be. A, this is a tough, tough pick here. I, I think Cincinnati. Um, I think they're going to get. I, I think they're going to get it done. I really do. They keep talking like this and posts and stuff. I might. I might switch up my pick though because you're going to be uh, poking the sleeping bear. Um, but I like Cincinnati's defense. I think Lou Anarumo's done a great job. Their are front. Um, you're going against uh, Patrick Mahomes. You don't know, basically, yeah. his mobility level. How is he going to be in a lot of the, the great plays that we've seen Patrick Mahomes create are with his legs. And that's getting out of pressure situations, avoiding the rush, finding the open spots in the defense, and making you pay for it. Um, we don't know what he's going to look like. So if I'm Lou Anarumo – I'm going after. Joe, I'm going after Patrick Mahomes early. I'm trying to see what his ankle looks like. I want to know what his mobility's like because if he can't move, like I was shocked last week after he was injured that there oh. wasn't pressure on him. They, nobody was blitzing or, yeah. or making him move. That was a mistake by Jacksonville. It was, it was terrible right? Terrible by Jacksonville. Yeah. I thought Jacksonville literally after he was hurt. I said, "Well, that this is yeah. when you bring some heat," and they didn't do it. So. I would anticipate Cincinnati bringing some heat early, evaluating where where uh, Patrick Mahomes is at physically, and then going from there. And then offensively, we know Cincinnati. You know, last week they played lights out. What do you think, Danny? I'm
2: five and one picking the Bengals in postseason games the last two years. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stick with them. I, I just I, I believe in what they're doing. I think they're a bad matchup for Kansas City. Uh, it's no disrespect to Kansas City, please, but but the Bengals have beaten them three times in a row. Mahomes is not 100. percent I just, I just feel like the Bengals are the team right now. Uh, Bubba, put the sound up. I don't think you guys have heard it. If, if you have your ears in, you'll. Yeah, everyone will hear it together. The this credit for this worry.
1: is NFL Films. Again, it's just a short clip of uh, Bengals players on the sidelines last week.
5: We'll see y'all in Burrowhead. Yeah, baby. Hey, you see hey, see you in
4: your We'll see y'all in Burrowhead.
1: We'll see it, Burrowhead. It might have just been one guy. (laughs) Might have been. Might have been been just one guy. I just saw it on Instagram during a commercial break, and I thought it was interesting. Guys, you're the best. Thank you for doing this. Danny, travel safe this weekend. All right. Nick, I'll see you tomorrow. Yep, I'll be here tomorrow. Back for Get Up tomorrow. Coming up next, uh, well, first let me mention that Nature Valley wants to see you and your family out there. When we share our love for out there, we inspire others to protect it, and that's what getting out there is all about. Nature Valley, life happens out there. Coming up next, we will explain why this should be The best weekend you've ever had. That's next. Greeny on ESPN Radio.
0: Greeny, the podcast.
1: Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement... Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Coming up in 30 seconds, I will explain why this could be the best weekend you've ever had. And uh, we're going to have a little hashtag crew reunion here that I called for. I called for this because, you know, I think I was unfairly defamed yesterday. And the more thought I gave to it, the more it kind of rubs me the wrong way. So I'm fighting back. In 30 seconds after this word from AutoZone, AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone FixFinder service. The AutoZone fix Finder service not only identifies the check engine light code, but also helps identify the most likely cause of the check engine light being on. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone with AutoZone. So, The uh, assembled members of the hashtag crew have assembled around me. Hashtag Hembo is here in New York with me. Hashtag Cam and hashtag Bubba are in Bristol. And they've been joined by hashtag Nuno, one of the uh, OGs, if you will, of the hashtag crew, who uh, was our producer and is, is now producing KJM in the mornings on ESPN radio. But I wanted you to be a part of this conversation. So let me set the stage of what happened. So earlier this week, I had to go up to Bristol Connecticut, the, generally speaking, the headquarters of ESPN, for some meetings about the NBA. We have a ton of NBA stuff coming. We're going to have some really cool stuff coming up. We're going to go on the road, I think, with LeBron as he breaks the record, all kinds of stuff. So I had to go up to Bristol. I went up there. I had my meetings. I'm looking to leave and get back to the city before the traffic gets crazy. I needed a quick bite. ESPN's cafeteria is very good. So I went running in there. And while I was doing so, I happened to run into Liam, just by chance. Liam, who was legendary on this show, producer of Mike and Mike, etc. I ran into him, went down to the calf While I'm waiting for my turkey burger, I run into Cam, purely by chance. And then I run into Nuno. And we'll get to the, how that happened in a minute. And then it comes to my attention that Bubba Nuno is mortally wounded. He's, emo- he's hurt His feelings are hurt that I didn't let him know I was coming, that I could have just given him a heads up that I was coming so we could have said hello. And my initial reaction, because he seemed like such a wounded puppy when talking about it yesterday, was, you know, I guess I was in the wrong here. But then I had the night to sleep on it. Let me just analyze what we're talking about here, Bubba. You and I talk to each other every single day. We see each other through the magic of 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 our program i am looking at you right now and oh, you yeah. are looking at me and everyone can look at us both through on video ESPNL. yes
0: through through video the
1: point is what difference would it make if i came through and you stopped oh, by the calf go. and said a two-minute hello it's not like we need to catch up on stuff Maybe we talk we to do. each other every day Every day. This
0: is your defense. This is what you thought about last night, and this is your defense. Nuno, do you think Bubba is being a little
1: unnecessarily sensitive here? And if so, how do you read it?
5: Well, so Bubba's always going to be sensitive, but mm-hmm. here's my question for you: Before we get into this, yes, did you text any of your the get-up staff? Right, so none. Uh, none of them knew Zero. that you were up here. Correct. So yeah, at that point, I think this is where you where your error was you came i'm assuming you came through the walkway that we have that connects some buildings mm-hmm. and came down the stairs correct if you had kept yourself outside and i know listen you're not the. it wasn't that bad even though you're not the toughest person um weather wise you could have walked outside if you had walked outside from the building floor where the, the big wigs work at right straight to the calf, no one would have saw you
1: but here's the thing I wasn't worried about anyone seeing me. Like, I didn't think to myself, I'm trying to get out like a cat burglar here. I came. I had meetings. I, was, I wasn't trying to prote- hide the fact that I was there. Seeing me, for the members of this staff, seeing me is not an uncommon Event, we talk to each other literally seeing, every yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. No,
5: seeing and, and seeing we haven't and talking seen you in a year and, and a half. Again,
0: let's just flip the scenario. I come in one day, I'm shadowing yeah. you know, someone at the seaport. I'm shadowing Hembo for a day. Right. Or not even shadowing him. I'm shadowing someone else. You, you can know? learn a lot. I come up. to the seaport for, you know, a day. Right. I, I you think I shouldn't even contact you and let you know, Hey Green, I'm gonna be at the seaport. I'll, I'll I'll stop by your office real quick for uh, a minute. I shouldn't even let you know. You don't have to. It's okay. I mean,
1: we don't have anything. Here's the thing. I feel a little worse that I didn't let Liam know because I don't see Liam. I don't talk to Liam. Liam and I have very little like the the former producers of Mike and Mike are people I'm very close to. Justin Craig, now an executive at ESPN Radio, Liam Chapman, executive ESPN Radio. These are people who worked with me as closely as you do now, Bubba. Sure. And I never talked to them. So seeing them was nice because we get a chance to catch up and everything. You
0: and I talk to each other for two hours a day. So I I
1: got
5: to wait
0: until we stop working together. Then you'll feel better. Yes. Yes. Correct.
5: Well, Bubba, let me ask you a question. Have you, you know, decided and said, hey, let me go down to the seaport and, you know, be around Greeny once? Because you could do that, too, because I know when we move time slots. I was driving down to the seaport. Every, for, the, the, every day really. for he was here constantly for 3 months until Hembo joined the hashtag crew That's so right. so have you taken the initiative to try to mm. you know you know do that go mm. down there this you is this,
6: this is a bit ridiculous. Bubba didn't just happen to be at seaport. Greeny happened to be in Bristol. Right and then decided not to you know contact him. And little, I that. think that's a bit different. And I'm
5: good with that in and out like just... because you saw him. No, and and let me defend uh, Liam here. It wasn't one of those like hey Greeny's here just out of the blue text was I texted him about uh yeah I had a question. He responded and then followed up by saying, "Hey, Greeny's down in the calf." So I was like, so I was like, "All right, I'm leaving. Let me walk down there." Did I after that, decide to text Bubba. Hey, did you talk to Greeny? <laughs> yes. Was it malice? No. But but here's the
1: thing, <laughs> Nuno, You and I used to talk to each other every day, and now we don't. So catching up with you was nice. I get to say, how's everything going with KJM? Oh, good. How's everything going on the show? Good. We ca- we could catch up. I hadn't seen you in a while. That's a different you and I. We used to talk every day, and now we don't. So it was actually more valuable, Bubba.
0: I got to tell you. I've come around on this thing. I think I think you're being a little too sensitive here. I really do. I mean, I think th- the general consensus is they're all going to be on my side. I don't think anyone's going to be on your side. Just because we work together. You don't have to... Man, we could have talked about, hey, I just started taking over the show. We got new members. We could have talked for five... How's the show going? What do you think? Oh, we should do this. Well, we, we could talk about that anytime. <laughs>
1: <Exactly>. The fact <laughs> that
0: I'm standing there doesn't make any difference. You and I talk to each other
5: every single day. Ask me that question today. <laughs> Not only that, like, Bubba, because, you know, like, I'm going to try to defend Greeny here. Oh, like, okay, as course. his pro- former producer, mm. I know they have get-up meetings That's every you know, pre-show meetings, six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I was always on those, right? If Ooh. Greeny called me FaceTime at 645 in the morning, that that call was answered. Ooh. You've showed kind <laughs> of by. so some of the stuff that like... What's eh? happening
0: here?
1: See, Bubba doesn't come on the six o'clock get up call. <laughs> right. And then when I faced him, he didn't answer. Right. And later claimed he was taking a
0: shower well that was true he was not your hair was dry (laughs) do you you wear a shower you can't see see the 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 contents of my hair wetness through a facetime
1: yeah if you saw
6: him in person greenie you would have known that his hair was wet dry i don't know what you want from me i think it's dry hembo where's your take on all this i I think bubba needs to get over himself me too i have come around just like you did (laughs) anyone else bubba was acting the way that you are now you would be critical of our behavior i think it's only fair that we tell you the truth
1: fair enough okay I'm glad, Nuno. A delight to see you again. I oh hope that, yeah, great! Thanks for stopping by, Nuno. <laughs> hey, hey, Greeny, next time
5: I'm at the seaport, I will let you know and Please come do. by and say hi. Please
1: yeah. do. It will be a delight to Good. see you. All right, the the rapidly uh, disappearing Nuno Tischeri. The man has lost a hundred pounds since the last time wow. I saw him. All right, uh, Greeny, with you here, we're brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Let's get back to. Them. The football conversation, and, and again, the, the reason I said that this could be the best weekend of your life is that we have historically close ch- conference championship games. Uh, again, Hembo, the last line I just was sent on Kansas City-Cincinnati is a pick'em game. There cannot have been that many pick'em conference championship games.
6: And in fact, there's only been two. There are only two instances in which the conference championship game has been a pick'em. The most recent time was 1988, and that game, the 49ers Beat the Bears twenty eight to three. It was an,
1: a, a, a shellacking. That was in Chicago. That was uh, yeah. That was sort of the last. That was the last of the really good Ditka teams. Yeah, and and, and Montana came into Chicago and killed them. I remember the game.
6: The game was a pickum. And in nineteen seventy. The Colts beat the Raiders twenty seven to seventeen in a game that was also a pick Those are the only two instances. Seventy the
1: Colts would have been united. So mm-hmm. all right, so you got all that. So and and then and then both games, because the other game is what? Philly minus two and a half? Two and a half is the number right now. And and so this is like only the third time the spreads have been this close, both cases. So what I'm trying to say is we should have outstanding football. We have the right to expect or at least hope for outstanding football today. And it brings me to what I think is a pretty good question. You ask these questions. Greeny's question of the day. And because Bubba's feelings are hurt, I will start with him to make him feel good on today's question of the day, and it comes from it stems from the AFC game because Joe Burrow ran off the field after a touchdown in their win in Buffalo last weekend and yelled, "I'm him." And frankly, who can argue? Right now, he seems like him. Joe Burrow kind of has it all. Joe Burrow has got the talent, he's got the team, he's got the swagger, he's got the 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 high profile. He's got, you know, the women love him. Like it's all that kind of stuff, right? He's he's got like the matinee idol thing going on. He he is ascending to that place. Brady has been. Namath has been. Not too many guys get there. There are great players. Not too many of them sort of become transcendent stars in the culture. The way Burrow, I think, is coming. And so the question that I've been asking people is, if he wins this game this week and wins the Super Bowl, does he become the face of the league? Like, does it become his league? It's been Brady's league for a long time. He handed that baton to Mahomes. I think we all just assumed this was going to be Mahomes' league for a decade at least. Is it suddenly Burrow's league if he wins this weekend and then wins the championship? So I will ask you the question. Let's, do a, let's make this a football question. Bubba, I'm asking you right now. You can start your team. I, you are, I'm making you the general manager, and you are starting a franchise from scratch. And I'm telling you, your quarterback can either be
0: Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes. Which one do you want? Uh it's a, it's a tough... I mean, my heart wants to say Burrow, and that was my initial inclination, but I think my head, you still got to go Mahomes, mm, but I think all the uh, other... Inten- I'm, I'm going to go Burrow. I'm just going Burrow. Uh, for I'm the record, Burrow.
1: Mahomes
6: is 27, Burrow is 26. Hembo, what's the right answer? So, you ask questions for which you we might get different answers. Are you asking, would I rather start my franchise with, X, or who is going to be the face of the league? Because those aren't necessarily... The same question.
1: Answer answer them both.
6: I would rather start my franchise with Joe Burrow because we just saw a team effectively do that. He was the number one pick in the draft, and they now have as many playoff wins since they drafted him as they previously had. They had never won one on the road. He already has three of those. Meanwhile, Patrick Mahomes is brilliant, but he inherited probably the best bridge quarterback ever for a year in Alex Smith, a Hall of Fame tight end, a Hall of Fame play caller in Andy Reid, and an all-pro wide receiver in Tyreek Hill. We've also seen Joe Burrow beat him three times in three opportunities. To me, at least as things stand today, that's an obvious question. I just don't know if the face of the NFL can play football in Cincinnati. Cam. I'm taking Mahomes. Obviously, we're going to see Burrow do this for several years and probably decades to come, but we have already seen Mahomes do it for longer. So, I mean, it's obviously close, but I, I, like, I like Mahomes. You
1: now, for what it's worth... Burrow, I understand what you're saying. We've seen Mahomes do it on the pro level. There isn't any comparison between their college careers. And this is something that feels like a very long time ago. But it was a surprise when Patrick Mahomes was drafted as high as he was the year that he was. He was the 10th pick in the draft. Kansas City moved up to take him. He was not the first quarterback taken that year. Cover your ears if you're in Chicago. The Bears took Mitch Trubisky, second overall that year. And Mahomes was a guy coming out of college who people had a lot of questions about. Burrow was a guy who had given you a lot of answers. He's the guy who went into Bryant-Denny Stadium and beat Nick, Nick Saban at Alabama. He's the guy who was the quarterback of what might very well have been the greatest college offense of all time. He won the Heisman and he won the national championship. By the way, as an aside, when you look at the players on that team, that LSU championship team, the quarterback was Joe Burrow. The receivers were Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. They also had Terrence Marshall, who's in the NFL and a good player right now. The running back was Clyde Edwards-Alaire. They had a ton of guys on that defense, too. They had Stingley, who was a top, whatever he got drafted last year, top mm-hmm. five. That Grant Delpit was on that team. They, they had, Patrick Queen was on that. It's ridiculous <laughs> how good that team was. But anyway, the point is Burrow has shown it on a big stage even if he hasn't been in the NFL as long. And the reality is he's been in the NFL three years. He got drafted by the worst team in the sport and tore up his knee. The two years that have followed, he was in the Super Bowl and lost by a field goal last year. And here he is again. So kind of hard to argue with what we're seeing. The mere fact that the question feels worth asking is an extraordinary statement. All right, as we continue, uh, among the things that I have coming up for you are my first edition for this season of draft prep. Uh, if your team needs a quarterback, you absolutely need to be listening. And I will tell you why after this word from FanDuel. The NFL playoffs are heating up, and the easiest way to get into all the action is with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers join today. Get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed. When you place your first $5 bet, just sign up with the promo code PLAY. FanDuel has all your favorite bets, from the money line to point spreads to player props. So don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in bonus bets, win or lose, with the promo code PLAY. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus
0: in select states. First online real money wager only. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia, and West Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777, or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming and Kansas, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY, or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. Tennessee Redline. 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee.
1: Back in a flash on ESPN Radio.
0: Greeny, the podcast.
2: Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Presented
1: by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Commercial Insurance flexes to fit your business's needs. From quick repairs to adjustable coverages and even payment options, Progressive Commercial makes it easy to get what you need. Quote today in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Very quick, want to make sure, as as we will start reminding you now more frequently, that we have a book coming out, my first ever true sports book. It is called Got Your Number, in which I will assign ownership of every number from 1 to a 100 to someone or something in sports history, either a player or a team or a coach or, in one case, a horse. The book is called Got Your Number. The research in it is extraordinary, and it was done in painstaking detail by my main man, Hembo. It's something I'm really proud of. I think this is the best book I've ever been a part of. Um, it will be available on April 4th is when the book will be published, but it is available for pre-order now. It would be helping us enormously if you are interested in it, if it is something that you think you'd like to read or someone you know would like to read, might make a good Father's Day gift. If you pre-order it, it helps us enormously with the publisher, convince them that they need to print more books because more people are going to want to buy it. It's very easy to find. If you go to the top of my Twitter feed right now, just go on Twitter at ESPN Greeny. I have posted a link. It is on the pinned tweet, not in my bio, but just pinned to the top of my Twitter feed. There is a link at which one can buy this. And Hembo and I will be off to the races. And again, the book, we are both very excited about it and very proud of
6: it. I cannot wait to put it in my hands. Like the... It is the thing for which I would say I'm most proud of in my career. And all I've been able to do is read the PDF. So it's going to be a singular feeling to have like, sort of that, that, that brick-and-mortar feeling. The ownership, I'm really, really excited to hold it.
1: Okay. So that's our story. Again, you can order it. Pre-order, please. It's called Got Your Number. It's available anywhere you tend to pre-order books. Um, again, the title is Got Your Number. And uh, the author is me with Hembo. Now, I just received what I think is very big news you're going to have to hold me back. Adam Schefter just tweeted. The New York Jets are hiring former Broncos head coach Nathaniel Hackett as their offensive coordinator. Now, my, uh, stage manager for many years is Brandon Phillips. He is a crazy Jet fan and he just made a face like he's upset. Brandon, I'm going to eject you from the studio. There was one reason and one reason only. Why you hire Nathaniel Hackett as your offensive coordinator. And that is because it increases your chances of signing Aaron Rodgers to be your quarterback. Now, we all thought that that was what Denver was doing last year. And that obviously was disastrous because they got Hackett and he did an absolutely terrible job as their head coach. And they didn't get Rodgers and they got Russell Wilson and we've all seen what happened. But Rodgers loves Nathaniel Hackett. They are close they are simpatico. He obviously has an offensive system that Rodgers likes. He came from Green Bay, so it's the same system. It's Lafleur. It's Matt Lafleur. It's Mike Lafleur. I mean, I am I am putting I am connecting dots here, people. So it is going to be impossible for anyone to convince me that this is not a sign that the Jets are, at minimum, more actively stepping up their pursuit of Aaron Rodgers and tried to make themselves as attractive to him as possible. And I, for one, as a lifelong fan, endorse that move. Brandon, I'm not even looking at you. What is the matter with you? We have Zach Wilson as our quarterback. You want Mike White or you want Aaron Rodgers? One of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the sport. Might very well be talked into coming and playing for us. The last time we had a Hall of Fame quarterback, his name was Joe Namath. That's 50 years ago. So this is an outstanding sign to me. Look, I have no idea if Nathaniel Hackett is going to be a good... Let's live in a world in which we don't get Rodgers. Maybe he's still a good offensive coordinator. The, the skill set, the, the, the personality characteristics, the traits, and everything else of being a successful head coach in the NFL and being a successful head, uh, offensive coordinator in the NFL have nothing to do with each other. Nothing. So Hackett may not be cut out to be a head coach, but here's the good news. He doesn't have to be. He has to have an offensive system and be able to teach it. And in this case he happens to have an outstanding relationship with one of the greatest quarterbacks that the game has
6: ever seen. Hemba, what am I missing? Not much. Nathaniel Hackett has a resume that goes beyond Aaron Rodgers, though. Like, Like you said, in 2017, Nathaniel Hackett was the offensive coordinator of the number five offense in the NFL. That team was quarterbacked by Blake Bortles. Everyone's going to view him negatively because of what happened in Denver this year, as well they should. But there could be no larger difference in terms of the responsibilities between being a head coach and an offensive coordinator we know he's good at that in three years with Aaron Rodgers Rodgers won 13 games in every season he won the MVP twice and he threw 111 touchdowns and 13 interceptions even if there's a one in 10 chance that this lures Rodgers to the Jets it's worth doing say the Jaguars thing again I didn't know that so uh, Nathaniel Hackett was the Jaguars um, Jag Jaguars Jaguars offensive coordinator in 2016, 17, and 2018. In 2017, the Jaguars, remember, they played in the AFC Championship. Yeah, I remember. They were the leading lead. at halftime. I remember. That team had the number five offense in the sport, with Blake Bortles playing quarterback for them so well, they gave him another contract. Blake Bortles, Brandon. Blake Bortles. Can he call the plays?
1: I don't know if he called the plays. I don't care who calls the. Rodgers can call the plays. Let Rodgers be Joe Namath. Joe is going to let him use the number, he'll be 12 in green. Let him call everything from the line of scrimmage. I don't give a damn. By far, the best thing that could happen to us is to get Aaron Rodgers. Of that, there is no question. And this feels like an indication (laughs) that there's a better chance of it happening. Oh, God, I need a minute. We'll be back on ESPN Radio.
0: Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.